Welcome to the Meet Musings Podcast, the show where we talk about different issues and disabilities that affect people emotionally, psychologically, physically and mentally. We discuss health and well-being generally. We are amplifying the voices of people living with disabilities and limitations and breaking the stigmas. Our podcast is available on Podbean, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Breaker, Amazon Podcast, Tune in in Alexa, Twitter, YouTube and Facebook. We are also available on Listen Note, Radio Public and iHeartRadio. Just search Meet Musings Podcast on any social media platform. Welcome! Today, we are continuing our series on a disability illness or disorder, which is quite debilitating, but it's really a life threatening situation but then people living with this disability they are strong people awesome people they are not victims but they are survivors and they are strong tough creative intelligent don't refer to them as weak in any way because that is not what they are the disability i'm talking about is sickle cell anemia today we will be continuing our series by going on to discuss the peculiarities of people living with sickle cell. So follow me as we continue in this journey. So as we mentioned previously, sickle cell is a very serious health condition that affects the blood, but we are just very interesting people. People living with sickle cell disorders usually require more oxygen. We get tired easily due to the shortage of oxygen supply in our blood. We are prone to having blood clots. We are at risk of having strokes, both ischemic strokes, which occur when a blood clot develops where the arteries have been narrowed or blocked over time. Ultimately, resulting in the restriction of the blood flow and oxygen to the brain. And we also are prone to having hemorrhagic strokes. And the hemorrhagic strokes occur when blood vessels within the skull burst and bleed into and around the brain. And we have a high risk of suffering from heart attacks when the blood supply to the part of the brain is cut off. We have frequent infection when sickle cells damage our spleens. The spleen is the organ that usually fights infection, but over time, because of constant prevention of infection, the spleen gets tired and sometimes wears out and just bursts or dissolves. And sometimes the spleen has to be removed just because it's been overworked. So we are prone to having infection. We often develop problems with our visions over time when the blood vessels that supply the eyes become blocked with sickle cells. We may experience retina damage. That's damage of the portion of the eye that processes visual images. And so this leads to having repetitive or constant vision problems. Whilst the ultimate goal 
of medical researchers is to eradicate sickle cell disease the same way polio, measles, scarlet fever, jaws, and other killer diseases were eradicated. The fact remains that those of us currently living with sickle cell need not be criticized or instigated to commit suicide. We have our genetic defects and our body organs, especially our blood system, is working much more than the normal person's own. So we do not need to be ostracized, discriminated against, or alienated in any way. We just need a lot of loving. We need people to understand this illness. And that's the purpose of making this podcast. So I'm going to discuss a lot of ways of preventing sickle cell disease next. So testing for sickle cell carriers. There's a blood test that can be done at any time to find out if you carry sickle cell and you are at risk of having a child with sickle cell disease. This is also known as a sickle cell trait. The test is particularly useful in premarital counseling as it would help intending couples make informed decisions on whether they carry the sickle cell gene or trait and they would then decide if they want to go ahead with the relationship, knowing full well that whatever child they bring into the world would possibly have sickle cell. So having opportunity to make informed decision is um, the purpose of premarital sickle cell testing or gene. It is actually called gene testing. So you could find out if your gene, if you have a sickle cell gene in your family. So that way you could explore the options you have available to have children. And these options include fostering and adoption. So if you feel that bringing your own child into the world might cause that child to live with sickle cell, then you have the option of going for adoption or fostering other people's children. I mean, there are so many children out in the world that need to be loved. They need proper care, attention, and just like you would have your own child, you could foster a child and just give that child the same tender, loving care that you would give to your own child. Then, currently, majority of babies are screened for sickle cell disease at birth when they have the newborn blood spot test, also known as the heel prick test. If a child is discovered to have sickle cell gene, then the child could be offered a full exchange transfusion, which means that the sickled red cells that they inherited from their parents is drained out and replaced with fresh non-sickled red cells. I mean, this is like science, but it sounds like a lot of blood and all that, but they know that some religions do not allow taking other people's blood, but it is something that you need to do for your child. If your child carries the gene that means they will live with pains all the rest of their life, then what you could do as a loving parent is to offer the relief that child needs. And that relief might include taking blood. So consider that option. 
And the earlier the child starts with a full red cell exchange, the easier it will be on you as a parent. So please consider the option of having red cell exchange as soon as you, I mean, as soon as possible when the child is born. Other screening include um, pregnancy screening to check if a baby is at risk of being born with sickle cell disease. This is offered to all pregnant women in most countries of the world. This scan during pregnancy is particularly important for high-risk populations, such as those with family origins in sickle cell regions where sickle cell disease is more prevalent. Africa has the highest population of people living with sickle cell, especially West Africa sub-region, Burkina Faso, Ivory Coast, Republic of Benin, Cape Verde. Gambia, Ghana, Guinea, Guinea-Bissau, Liberia, Mali, Mauritania, Niger Republic, Nigeria, Senegal, Syria alone, Togo, St. Helena, Sao Tome, and Principal. And also Uganda and some other Northern African countries. However, what they have noticed is the fact that Nigeria has the highest Black African population. This is the seventh highest in the world, and Syria alone has over 70% of its population living in poverty. So for people living in poverty and subjecting themselves, going through to hospitals and getting themselves checked up, it is much more difficult for them in terms of being able to afford the health checks. So this is where we are encouraging the World Health Organization, UNICEF, Comic Relief, Children in Need, and other charity organizations to come in. Please help us increase awareness about sickle cell in this country so that everybody would understand the impact of sickle cell on the population. I mean, the higher the population, the, the higher the probability that somebody out there or more people out there would be living with sickle cell. So it would be inferred from what I've just said that the highest number of population of people living with sickle cell originate from either Nigeria or Syria alone just because of the high population figures they have. So I am also using this opportunity to reach out to people from Nigeria to please join the blood donor register. Donate blood. I mean, people who do not have sickle cell have the opportunity of donating blood to people living with sickle cell to help improve their quality of life. There is a huge need for Black African communities, particularly those with Nigerian and Syrian Leone ancestry now spread all over the world to engage more with medical researchers by participating in awareness programs which are run by different organizations in their respective localities. There is also a role that religious authorities all over the world need to play in educating their congregation and members of their uh, communities on issues such as premarital counseling. Encourage people to get tested. It may even be necessary to have health awareness events within your religious uh, territories. Community leaders also need 
to raise awareness of sickle cell disease prevention and management in all African communities, in mosques, in schools, and in universities. The next part of this podcast will be talking about the management of sickle cell crisis. That's the painful episodes that people living with sickle cell have. A big thank you to all our listeners who have been sending us messages through the message link. I would like to thank everyone who has listened in so far and contributed to this podcast. Thank you so much. We couldn't have done anything without you. Keep listening, keep sharing, keep downloading and keep liking. Thank you again.